0: This is most certainly true. The Lamb of God who was long foretold has come to be our sacrifice. Jesus offered himself and graciously shed his blood in our place so that we could be forgiven. And now we have the assurance of life and glory with him forever in heaven. Join us to look to the Lamb through this sermon recently delivered at Grace. The Holy Gospel, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 4. It's the basis for the sermon. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. I didn't read about the celebration. Where in Scripture is the reference to the military escort and the parade? I didn't read anywhere in the Scripture accounts after Jesus' baptism about a special luncheon, an invitation-only dinner, a grand ball? You'd think there would have been. For centuries and centuries, the promise of a Savior dangled in front of Israelite eyes like a raspberry-filled Bismarck and bacon on a stick. For Mary, it had been three decades she would have been thrilled to wring her glass with her dessert fork, rise from her chair in the special robe she got for the occasion and regale the banquet crowd. That starry night, Joel and I searched and searched for a place to stay. Contractions were nine minutes apart. We finally found an animal shelter, but no midwife available. Fortunately, the little guy came into the world without any complications. And despite the song you might sing, plenty of crying he made. And then a bunch of breathless, scruffy shepherds showed up because an angel told them, What we had known all along, a Savior has been born. A few weeks later, we found a VRBO cottage to stay in and then made it to Jerusalem for the baby's required 40th day temple presentation. Heard the songs of a kindly gentleman and an elderly woman thanking God for seeing their Savior. About a year later, Scientists showed up from far away, bringing gifts fit for a king. And not long after that, an angel warned Joe, you better get out of Dodge to dodge Herod's sword. We did. But eventually, we made it back up north to our village. I don't want to take any more of your time, but I could tell you all kinds of stories about Jesus as a boy, his teen years, his voracious appetite for the Holy Scriptures, his time with Joel in the carpenter shop. But let's raise our glasses in a toast right now and thank God. Let's celebrate Jesus' inauguration this morning into his public ministry at the Jordan River, you heard the voice of the Heavenly Father. You saw the Holy Spirit float in on doves' wings, introducing Jesus as the Messiah, publicly introducing him as the world's Savior. But no, no such speech from Mary no military escort, no special banquet, no parade. Immediately after Jesus' inauguration into his public ministry at the Jordan River at his baptism, the Gospel account writer Matthew simply says, then, at that time, at that moment, without any waiting around, right then, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit, actually shoved by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And I'm flabbergasted. How about you? Lord, why this battle? You've always been filled with confidence and certainty in life, right? Every step of the way... Every moment of every day, you've always had this this sense, this feeling, I got it, no matter what happens, it's going to be for my good, right? Walking into the classroom for the semester's final exam, the teacher plops on your desk, not the expected series of multiple choice questions, but a blank sheet with a line on top, write a short essay on this topic, and you really hadn't studied for it. Sitting in the doctor's exam room waiting for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes after the doctor had said, I'll be back to share with you the results of the tests. Meeting colleagues and a manager your first day at a new job. Wrestling in your mind, can I afford the mortgage and buy this house? Or should I keep renting? After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus, your senses are dulled from this senseless starving in the, under the hot sun. Take care of yourself. Everything you touch, taste, see, and feel should be for your Pleasure, After all, you are the Messiah King. The very least you should do is take care of your basic needs. Change these stones into bread. Feed your face. Fill your stomach. Jesus responded, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but in every word that comes from the mouth of God. Satan just loves. To get us to focus all of our attention on getting ourselves to be happy right now. Some people call that instant gratification. Get ourselves to be happy now, satisfying our desires with every possible pleasure. At the very least, to figure that as we provide for ourselves, well, we're in control, not God. Satan just loves to tiptoe up onto our shoulder and whisper into our ears, what goes into your mouth is your business if you want to go beyond nutrition and stuff yourself, if you want to go beyond moderation and get a buzz, if you want to use substances that some states are declaring to be legal and alter your state of mind, go ahead. It's going to feel good going in and going down. And late at night, he loves to whisper, you're in love. Go ahead and make love. Marriage can wait. When Satan tempts you, to focus all your energy and attention on making yourself happy right now and satisfying all of your desires right now. Don't trust yourself. You'll be disappointed. Happy, happy feelings can melt away like a snow pile in April. Lord, why this battle? God answers, I sent my son into the world to beat back the devil for you. Just look at his victory in the wilderness, at that battle in the wilderness. That's just a sampling of the whipping he's going to give the devil on the cross. Jesus won, and you are on the winning side. Because of him, I'm going to give you happiness. Maybe not right just now, but so you can look forward. I'm going to give you happiness beyond your wildest imagination because of him. You can withstand the temptation to focus only on happiness right now. You can trust me more than you have in the past because of Jesus' victory during this wilderness temptation battle. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God... He said, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Satan figured, Well, Jesus held off this temptation to get happiness just right away and preserve the purity of His humanity, but He's going to have to defend His divinity, Jesus. You claim to be the Son of God. You don't look like it. You've got cotton mouth. Your shoulders are, are sunken in. You're stooping over. You're wearing down. If you really are the Son of God, throw your shoulders back. Stick your chest out. Take a leap. Show your power. Jesus replied, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. yes, Devil, I am God. Yes, I have power. All power. But but I need to keep it under wraps. I need to struggle with holding back my power instead of letting it rip and wiping out those who oppose me. I need to let them taunt me, abuse me, and even kill me. I need to hold back on my power in order to suffer the penalty so deserved by all sinners So the penalty does not fall on them. Satan really likes to go at people like you. People who are humble and caring, who want to open doors for others and serve. And that's just when he'll worm his way into our minds to change the motivation. Instead of serving and caring for others because, well, we want to, it'll be because We get something out of it. And Satan worms his way in to make us think, well, where do I get recognition? And besides, if something goes wrong, I'm not going to take the flack. I'm not going to be blamed. I always want to come out smelling like a rose. If Satan tempts you to try to get the upper hand over others so that you can look better, be in control, be in charge of the situation, don't trust yourself. You'll be disappointed. So Lord, why this battle? God answers, I sent my son into the world to battle Satan for you. Just look at his victory he won in the wilderness. That's just a sampling of the whipping he gives the devil in the war on the cross. Jesus won. And you, are on the winning side. Because of him, I'm going to help you counter this self-ego inflation and blowing up your head like a balloon. You can withstand that temptation to get the upper hand over others. You can trust me more than you have in the past because of Jesus' victory during this wilderness temptation battle. again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor all this I will give you if you bow down and worship me doesn't this sound silly Jesus already owns everything the devil couldn't give him anything this was a temptation to take the easy way out God's plan for the Savior Jesus to become King of kings and Lord of lords included, included trudging up Mount Calvary. And that meant he was going to lose everything, be disconnected and separated from everything and everyone, including his heavenly Father. He would have to suffer hell. Jesus responded, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Even though Jesus could snap his fingers, and put at his disposal every past, present, or future Fort Knox, he remained prioritizing the worship of God and the Word of God. And it's the devil, that tempter, who loves to come at you and me and tempt us to think that, well, heartache, hardships that come in life, that's just terrible. And there's a way to avoid that. Satan says if you want to avoid, who signs up for heartache and hardships? I can help you avoid that. I'll give you a hint. Just cheat a little bit on that test. You'll avoid the disgrace of failure and the consequences of staying up too late like I tempted you to do last night and not studying. Just follow your passion. You'll be tingling with feelings all over. Just chisel a little bit at work. Or on your taxes. Everybody does it. Who's going to know? Besides, you deserve a little extra cash. Go ahead and send that hurtful message on social media and cut that person down to size. They need that. And besides, they need to learn not to mess with you. When the tempter comes and tempts us to avoid hardship and heartache and wallow in our pity pot, don't, don't trust yourself. You'll be disappointed. Lord, why this battle? God answers, I sent my son into the world to beat the devil back for you. Just look at his victory in the battle in the wilderness. That's just a sampling of the whipping he gives the devil in his war on the cross. Jesus won. And you are on the winning side because of him. I am going to give you the strength to endure hardship which is going to come your way, to rejoice even in sufferings, and to live with confidence no matter what happens, even in the darkest and crummiest days. You can withstand Satan's temptation to think that all hardship and heartache is always also bad. You can learn to trust me more than you have in the past because of Jesus' victory during this wilderness temptation battle. God never says in Holy Scripture that life will be easy. In fact, the reality is, Scripture makes it clear, there will be challenges and changes, troubles and heartache, but for one big purpose, so that in the midst of our wants and our woes, we look up and see Him. And then we have the answer to our question, Lord, why this battle? You know the answer. It is in your heart and mine and on your lips and mine. Jesus, you fought this battle for me. Amen. Thanks for listening. To learn more about God's grace, to support the work that we do to proclaim the love of Jesus in Milwaukee and around the world, and to find our schedule of special worship services, please visit www.gracedowntown.org today. And we'd love to have you join us for worship sometime soon. This grace is for you. The Lord bless you and keep you.